It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Connor Mills and Joey Madore. From the studios of WATH, this is the Sports Fan on 970 and 97.1 FM. Connor Mills and Mike alongside Joe Medor up until 6.40 today on this Friday, June 25th, 6.06 on the clock and 83 degrees and sunny outside in southeast Ohio. It's a Sports Fan presented by JK Contracting and a good game for the Cincinnati Reds yesterday. They got the win over the Atlanta Braves. It was close, but they, uh, they had just enough pitching to get through. They've got another game against the Reds tonight with Gutierrez pitching against uh, Drew Smiley for the Atlanta Braves. And, uh, you know, it should be a good little weekend series for the Reds if they're able to continue the momentum and uh, take the series from Atlanta. Joey, how are you? Doing well. Have a, uh, you know, just trying to get to the weekend. Another week in the books in this summer. Seems like June is, has quite flown by here. Um, I mean, all the months have kind of seemed like that this year anyway, but... Back here, another sports fan, uh, as you mentioned. Good Reds win yesterday. We'll break it down a little bit here over the next probably 10, 15 minutes or so and talk about all the other housekeeping stuff with the roster. Um, how are you feeling that uh, your team allowed a 51-year record to be tied today? I was going to be very upset. Uh, earlier today, and it's going on in the... It's uh, going to be. You should already be upset that 10 straight guys got struck out. I am I am very upset. I'm I'm better because he didn't set the record. Uh, but if you don't know what we're talking about, in the, uh, the game's right now in the bottom of the six, but to open up the game, ten straight outs were recorded by the Phillies pitcher Aaron Nola, and uh, those ten outs are all coming via the strikeouts, and that Major League record, ten consecutive strikeouts, had been untouched for 51 years until Aaron Nola set that, uh, tied that strikeout record this evening against the Mets. And the Mets are wearing the Tom Seaver patches. They, it, it's happened a couple feet away from where Seaver set the ruck, uh, record in Flushing, New York. Like, it's, uh, you know, I, I was, you know, baffled. One, I mean, it, it's happened only now twice within 51 years, with Seaver getting it uh, back in 1970 against the San Diego Padres, and now this year in 2021 where uh, you know, Aaron gets it for, for the Phillies. And... You know, a couple pitchers have come close. Jacob DeGrom earlier this year. Um, you know, Aaron Ola also sets a franchise record for consecutive strikeouts for the Phillies. He did that with seven in a row. Um, you know, it, it's remarkable that ten strikeouts in a row has not happened since Tom Seaver in 1970. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of guys in a row to strike out. Right. I mean, you're going through the lineup once, and, I mean, that's consecutive strikeouts. I mean, ten in a row, that's... It's impressive. It's not easy to do. No, and that's why... I mean, I think usually, at least, you, you know, maybe a guy gets jammed and he, you know, every now and then he fists one out to second or something, but... Or even just gets out, you know, put the ball in play, you hit it between the lines. And uh, the Mets were unable to do so for 10 straight batters. And also, on top of it, Nola has the only RBI in the game. Yeah. It's one nothing Phillies in the bottom of the sixth. one nothing Phillies, but the Mets threatening uh, in the bottom of the sixth with the runner on second with one out. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But the Mets are going to have, a, uh, I think, 16 games in a row against division opponents. And for uh, the Cincinnati Reds, you know, they had a, uh, a stretch where they were going against the 
NL Central opponents, but now they have another uh, stretch against the uh, Atlanta Braves coming up. And, you know, they won the game last night by a score of 5-3. to three. It was a nice pitching performance from Santian, and Santian goes six innings, allowing three hits, only one run. It was earned, three walks and eight strikeouts to lower his season ERA in his third ever uh, Major League starts to 3.29. The bullpen did enough. Anton uh, bent but did not break. Anton gives up two runs. Only one of them were earned. And then Brad Brock comes in for his first save of the season and uh, you know shuts things down for the Cincinnati Reds at the end of that game. And it was a nice, refreshing way to see that the, uh, the bullpen kind of held a lead. Right? It's nice to see that they were able to secure the win and the Reds didn't have to score eight runs to go out there and, and, and try to win. Scored five runs, five was plenty, one by two, and they got the job done. To see Santillan and what he did was, um, I think, encouraging. Definitely the best start out of his three. Um, can't really compare the other two. I mean, he didn't even get past the fifth inning in another start. Um, a little concerning in the first inning when, uh, I mean, Freeman just hit an absolute bomb on not a terrible pitch. It was fastball low and inside, but, you know, he just got the hands, pulled the hands in and got barreled it up, and he sent it deep out in the right center field. Uh, but after that, he really bared down, got a couple strikeouts in the first inning. He had the, the change-up and slide piece working pretty good last night because he doesn't light up the radar gun uh, very much. I mean, I think the hardest I've seen him throw to this point is like 93, 94, which, right. I mean, you know, just 10 years ago, that's that's more than enough. But you have so many guys now pumping upper 90s, even starting pitchers. Um but he was able to work out of the stretch a lot, work out of trouble, stranded runners on first and third a couple of times, got a ending-ending a double play in the sixth inning to get him out of that inning, um, and had six really strong innings, kept the pitch count down for the most part. He was over, I think, at 105 uh, when he got yanked from the game in the sixth, which you'll take that from your starting pitcher, only allowing one run. Um, but, yeah, he threw the ball well. Uh, Amir Garrett with a clean inning. That's a couple in a row now. ERA still above eight. But uh, working in the right direction, I suppose. And then, um, you know, Antone gives up the home run, but still able to bear down and get the outs he needed. Um, and then Brock, interesting move to, uh, you know, as you said, I think you, his last seven outings he hadn't allowed a run. So right. Seven and third scoreless for, for Brad Brock, and, and again, picks up his first save. And that's what you need, right? Consistency out of your bullpen. And if they're able to do that, you know, things are going to get a little bit better for the Reds. And like you said, you were watching a couple of the highlights from yesterday. Uh, it was a nice crowd over at Great American Ballpark, too, which is always good to see. Yeah, and when we talk about Brock, um, over his career, he's never been, you know, a, a permanent closer, really. Um, he's been always more of a setup guy or, you know, a middle innings kind of guy. That's what he's been for the Reds this year, obviously, because his first save came in the ball game last night. But, um... We'll see if they continue to kind of ride that out with him in uh, in the closer position. I mean, in his long career, I mean, he's been around since the early 2010s. Uh, he's never really had too many save opportunities in a season. The most saves he's ever had is 18 back in 2017. So he's never really been a guy, a closer, um, anywhere he's went. But, uh, you know, he got a chance last night, threw a nice changeup to strike out the last batter there, let, stranded a runner on second base. So... We'll see if they continue to ride that hand um, at the closing position. But, uh, I mean, Brad Brock has had a long career. Uh, his ERA has been, you know, just above three 
and in many, many, uh, he's had 511 games in his MLB career. So he's a guy that you know can get it done and get guys out. He's never had to do it in the ninth inning, but you've run countless guys out there this year, and no one's really been able to, to, to figure it out. Maybe go with the guy who's been the most consistent because it doesn't look like you have any interest in putting Antone at closer. He's been the best reliever this year. Uh, and Brock's been, he's been solid over the last month. So maybe this will be something that we uh, see continue moving forward. Yeah, and again, with T.J. Antone, he did give up the two runs, only one of them being Arns. Uh, and like you said, he has been that most reliable reliever out of the bullpen for manager David Bell all season long. It was good to get him back off of the I.L., because uh, obviously the Reds missed him a little bit there. And uh, you know, Antone, again, with a 1.6 ERA, you like to have him in that role so then he can transition you into that closer, right? Because a starter's not going eight innings. Somebody's got to be that bridge to get from you know the, the sixth, the seventh, the eighth, and get you to that ninth. And if Antone has filled in that role pretty nicely, right? I mean, he gives you the opportunity to go two innings every leaf outing that you have. Uh, so when that's the case... You need to get somebody who can lock down that ninth inning. And if Brad Brock can be the guy, you know, let's give him a shot. Because, again, he's had a scoreless streak right now. He's got his ERA down to 2.5. His career ERA is at 3.3 and change, right? So he's had success in the past. He really hasn't been that, you know, bonafide closer. He's never really been designated as a guy who's going to get you all the saves. But at this point, you know, give Brad Brock a shot. Right? You've gotten a couple good innings from Amir Garrett, but I don't think you have the confidence in Amir Garrett to, to give him the ninth inning anymore. No, he shouldn't see the ninth inning the rest of the season, right. or at least till there's some major changes, or uh, you know, he throws maybe ten more shutout innings in a row before you even think about doing that. Right, because Amir Garrett, again, you can't just forget about what happened in the beginning of the year. He's throwing better. He is throwing better. He is pitching better. But that does not warrant you know, trusting him. His ERA is still an eight. Right. you got to give him a little bit more time, make sure you build his confidence up, and uh, putting him in that situation in the seventh inning is a perfect spot. Got the strikeout, got the two other outs. Leave Garrett alone for now. Don't look him at him as a closer. And yep. also, for better or worse, <laughs> I mean, the other guy that's kind of gotten the most save situations this year is Lucas Sims. And, you know, he was, uh, was it? Was it today or yesterday that he got placed on the 10-day IL? Uh, Cincinnati Reds placed him on the 10-day IL yesterday. So okay, Sims so. goes on the injured list. Uh, Cincinnati has recalled Scott Heineman from the Louisville Bats, and uh, they have also signed free agent right-hand pitcher Daniel Duarte to a minor league contract. And Duarte, uh, you know, good young arm, 24 years old, hasn't really seen anything above AAA, so he's not made his major league debut thus far, um, and he's, he's got a, a minor league ERA of 3.16. So he is worth taking a look at when he uh, can be good. And it, it's a move that the Reds, I think, need to make because we've been complaining about the bullpen all season long, and here the Reds are trying to address that situation. And if they're able to find anything out of uh, Daniel Duarte, then that's great because now you, know, you might have another arm that you can go out there and test and see if he's going to be reliable uh, when you know that other relievers in your bullpen have not been reliable. I mean, I think fans would be more satisfied with a uh, a somewhat more bona fide example of a, of a reliever. I mean, bringing in a 24-year-old that's never left the minor leagues isn't going to, you know, 
raise any eyebrows or anything like that. You know, no one's going to get excited, but hopefully uh, this this kid can pan out into something. As you mentioned, they are looking for help. Obviously, they need to be, especially with a reliever going, you know, on the IL. You do need to find somebody to fill that spot. Obviously, they called up Heinemann, so they just add another position player. They're going a little short-staffed in the in the pen right now. Um, we'll see. You know, maybe if this kid gets down in AAA, throws some good innings, uh, maybe he'll get a call up soon. I mean, you do like the youth aspect, right? There's room to grow, and as you mentioned, he had a, he has a half decent, you know, uh, minor league ERA in his career. Um, so hopefully they're able to figure that out and, and uh, maybe get this kid up and see what he can do because, you know, I don't I don't think outside of Brock and Antone, I think everybody should be up for uh, evaluation right now at this part of the season in that bullpen. Right. I mean, even Art Warren is somebody you have to take a look at, right? Because Warren, even though, yes, he did have a bad outing, right? And you shouldn't fault him for just, you know, not being able to get the job done once. Because uh, prior to, you know, he was looking pretty good. But then, you know, he, he had that bad outing and, uh, you know, things kind of fell apart for him. But oh, Yeah, I mean, it's small sample size. Pitch eight and eight, you know. so Right. But in, in this small sample size, he did do well in that size. But then, you know... You get a more look at him, you get uh, more outings out of him, and uh, you, you really get to see what kind of a pitcher he is. Um, but, you know, the uh, the Reds, I like the move. They're trying to figure something else out, right? They still have Mike Moustakis on the I.L. Alex Blandino is on the I.L. Uh, you got Michael Felice, Brandon Bailey, Lucas Sims just going on to the I.L. Uh, with Gray, Hoffman, and Michael Lorenzen, again, all sidelined. And, you know, once you get Lorenz in and Hoffman and Sonny Gray back, you know, those are rotation guys that, that you'd like to look. And I know yesterday I was mentioning, you know, maybe you, you take a look at uh, putting Santian into the uh, into the bullpen, right? But if he continues to pitch the way that he did yesterday, going six innings, getting the, the eight strikeouts, and holding the Reds uh, and, and keeping them in that ball game over, giving it up one run, uh, it, that's beneficial for the Reds to keep him involved some way, somehow. Uh, so even if, you know, he if one of those pitchers comes back, whether it be Hoffman, who's on the uh, the 10-day, or Michael Lorenzen, who's on the 60, uh, or Sonny Gray, whoever comes back, you know, I, I think Santion now, through three outings, has shown to you that you know, he can be a quality Major League arm. And if he stays in the, in the uh, rotation, great. If he goes to the bullpen to help out there for some time, maybe he's long relief. Who knows? But. I mean, I need to see more. He's had one quality right. start in three. I mean, you know, he did look good last night, but he's not. I mean, the start before that, he couldn't get through four innings. Um, so I wouldn't overreact too much. It is. It is. You got to. You got to feel happy with. You know, usually if you're you're having three guys from your from your opening day rotation, except Gray because he opened. He came into the season on the IL anyway. But to have three guys out on the on the IL who were you, you know a part of your your opening five to start the year, and then you have these guys. The young guys, mainly like like Molly and uh, and Gutierrez, and um, as well as uh, Santiago, a little bit. We'll see if he can keep it up. Uh, you know, you have to feel happy with uh, the pitching depth that you have uh, at the at, at the starting pitching position um, because a lot of teams you lose three starters. I mean, you could it could it could get ugly after that. It could, and you know, you gotta you gotta give the Reds credit where credits due because again, with those pitchers out. And with the way the bullpen has performed, the Reds are, you know, what now, sitting a game above 500 at 37 and 36, dealing with all the injuries that they've had to deal with, dealing with all the, uh, you know, situations that they've had to deal with. They, uh, 
again, are, are they appear to be a quality baseball team as they move closer and closer to the uh, the All Star break. Well, Nick Castellanos might be the ultimate equalizer uh, yeah. at this point. <laughs> I mean, the way that Castellanos has hit, the way that Votto has hit since coming back, um, and even I'll give some credit to Jonathan India because over the last seven games for India, he's hitting three forty five in the leadoff spot, getting on base at at a clip of four fifty seven. I mean, when your top guys have been performing the way that they have in India, Winker, Castellanos, and now the resurgence of Otto for the time being, with the RBI machine that Tyler Naquin has been, you know, it's a very formidable top five, top six guys that, that they're putting out there day in and day in, ba- uh, day in and day out basis, regardless of who's pitching. And the Reds right now are in the top five at runs scored per game. The other teams that are in the top five are, are teams like the Astros, the Dodgers, the uh, I think the Padres might be in the top five on that. I'm going off the top of my head, but still, you know, teams just that have... just goes to show you, if you have crap pitching, it doesn't matter how many <laughs> runs you score. Right. But it also goes to show you, if you're able to get the pitching under control and hold teams to two, three runs per game... Right, if you're scoring five runs per game and you're holding teams to two, three runs per game, you're going to win a lot of, a lot of baseball games. Now, again, it's a small sample size. We'll see what the Reds do down this stretch as we head closer and closer to the All Star break. But it's it's a good sign to see that now you're able to get the uh, the things, the uh, you know the game is back on track. You beat the Braves. Braves have been scuttling. They've got some issues in their starting rotation. Uh, they've got some injury concerns uh, throughout their lineup. A little bit. Obviously, their catcher was supposed to be Travis Darno. Uh, yesterday, I had a guy named Smith, and Smith's only batting a, a buck ninety-four. You know, Darno is a much better hitting catcher, but you know, they're not going to see Darno for a while uh, because of his injury. And, and Travis Darno has been injured for uh, you know as many years as he's been in Major League Baseball. But it's a still a dangerous lineup for the Braves. You still have guys like Freddie Freeman, Dansby Swanson, Ozzy Alsby's, and uh, Austin Riley. Uh, their top four are pretty good, yeah. and that's not even including when you have uh, Ronald Cooney Jr. in Who that lineup. Who is in the lineup tonight. We can preview tonight's game after uh, this upcoming break here. Right, because Cooney uh, makes his way back. It's going to be a little bit more difficult, and it's going to be a good test for Vladimir Gutierrez uh, as, as they get ready for that game coming up tonight at 710 with the pregame starting right here on 970 WATH at 640. And with that, we send it to a quick break and be right back. After this, this is the Sportsman, presented by JNK Contracting at 970 97.1 FM, WATH. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, JK Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at JK be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call JK Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Start your mornings with Scott Daly from 6 to 12. Hop on the party line from 9 to 10. Join Sky Hope on Classic Caravan from 4 to 6 p.m. And listen into the sports fan at 6.06 on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable, and serving part-time can help you graduate debt-free. Do you want to stay close to friends and family? 
The Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want. Learn more by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. Now, for more of the Sports Fan on 970-WATH. Sports Fan 970 97.1 FM, WATH. Getting ready to join the Cincinnati Reds. Coming up at 640 today is it's the Reds and the Braves from Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati, Ohio. And today, thankfully, the Braves have their starting lineup out well before an hour before game time. Uh, yesterday, they didn't even have a, you know their lineup out. They had an estimate as to who is pitching, but they do have their lineup out. And the Reds, of course, uh, have their lineup uh, solidified beforehand. Just to go through it real quick, Vladimir Gutierrez on the mound with the 3-1 record and a 3.86 ERA and 23 strikeouts uh, so far in his young Major League career. Reds will send to the plate in order. Jonathan Indy at second base. Jesse Winker batting second and left. Nick Castellanos in right bats third. Batting fourth is Tyler Stevenson. He's behind the plate. Joey Votto in the five hole at first base. Eugenio Suarez, the man at third, batting sixth. Batting seventh, Aristides Aquino in center field. Kyle Farmer, the man at short. And again, Gutierrez on the mound. On the other side for the Atlanta Braves, they send Drew Miley to the mound at a 4-3 record and a 5.11 ERA, and so far 54 strikeouts this season. For the Braves, their lineup goes as follows. Ronald Acuna Jr. in right field, he makes his return after a back issue that's kept him out of the past two games. Freddie Freeman at first base, he bats second, batting third, Ozzie Albies at second base. Austin Riley is the man in the four-hole at third. Abraham Almonte in left field. Dansby Swanson, the shortstop, he bats sixth. William Contreras, the catcher, bats seventh. Guillermo Heredia in center fields. And Drew Miley rounds it out as he bats ninth and, again, is the pitcher in this game. It's another uh, game on paper here, Joey, that says, uh, you know, the Reds could see some success at the plate as they go against Miley, who sports a 5.11 ERA. Not that you know the ERA is a be-all, end-all, but uh, guys with high ERAs tend not to do well against a high-powered offense that Cincinnati puts out there on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, you know, it, like you said, it seems like another good opportunity. Jump up early, another young arm on the mound in Gutierrez. Uh, so, you know, much like for Santillan yesterday, get him a lead early, let him relax, get into the flow of the game a little bit, and then it's always easier. You always want the young pitchers pitching with a lead so that, you know, it can take some pressure off them a little bit. Um, you know, it, it stuns me, Connor, you know, with this Braves team that uh, Acuna, I, I understand he's a speedy guy, but just with the production he he hits the home runs with and the RBIs and all that, I, I'm shocked that they don't think about moving him down in the order. I know there's some kind of analytics that get your best players the most at-bats in the game, but also you would think you want to, at some point, get your best players with, you know, the most potential with runners on base i mean outside of albies he leads the team in rbis he does lead the team in home runs and he's bad leadoff it's just something funny to me but uh acuna he's one of them he's just one of those rising young players that uh, are extremely fun to watch and it goes back to my conversation that i had with lucas moore a while back when he called in and i think we talked when he went to some chicago white Sox game but i was going back and forth with him on the construction of the cincinnati reds lineup because at the time, you know, the Reds were on a skid, uh, but they were also batting Jesse Winker one and Nick Castellanos two. And I'm like, listen, these guys are batting 350. 
You're telling me that you can't put a body in front of them and see if somebody can get on base instead of a solo home run for Winker. Maybe it's a two-run home run or a, a three-run home run for Nick Castellanos if both India and Winker get on base. And it, I agree with putting somebody out there in front of them. Now you could bet, you know, Dansby Swanson one if you're Atlanta and put Acuna at three and Ozzie Albies. You know, there's a bunch of ways that you can construct this lineup to where you, you can try to squeeze some more run production out. And I think that's what Atlanta needs to do because their pitching has not been reliable at all this season, which is why they are under 500 by four games. So, you know, trying to score as many runs as possible, uh, I would prioritize over trying to get as many at-bats for Ronald Cunha Jr. or even Freddie Freeman because, again, you want somebody out there in front of them, even if they do only bat you know, in that specific order you know, once through the lineup, right? I mean, Acuna might only lead off the game one time. But, again, if, if he bats three, you have the potential for either Freeman and Ozzie Albies in front of him uh, to drive him in. You know, not every hit that Acuna hits is going to be a home run. He's batting 285 this year. So I, I would agree and, and try to get that lineup constructed in such a way that, you know, you're, you get your, your star player, which at this point, I mean, Freddie Freeman's getting a little bit older, even though he was the MVP last year. He hasn't had that much success. He's been red hot as of late. Uh, but your up-and-coming star is Ronald Acuna Jr. The guy is Acuna. Yeah, the guy is Acuna. The, the, uh, you know, the veteran presence that still produces is a guy like Freddie Freeman, or if you want to talk about the Reds, it's, it's Joey Votto. Both of those guys are, are on a similar trajectory, I would say, and, and maybe even future Hall of Famers, potentially. I mean, Votto still has a, a 303 career ERA. Uh, not ERA, but batting average. Um, but, you know, the guy's Acuna, and you got to give him as many RBI opportunities as possible, and having him hit leadoff is probably not the, the best way to do that. Even though he has 45 RBIs, if you get Ozzy uh, Albies or you know, Dansby Swanson hitting in front of him, it might look like a little bit of a, a better lineup and might result in a couple of wins. But, of course, that all depends on what their pitching staff does. Yeah, that's my point. You said it all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think it's a good point. that I just had to reiterate a little bit. But uh, 6.32 on the clock right now. Again, we're joining the Reds in about eight minutes. As, uh, that game's coming up at 7.10 tonight with the 6.40 pregame show. And, uh, again, the Reds have a chance here to put on uh, a, a pretty good stretch of baseball against a, uh Atlanta team that has been struggling and against, you know, try to you know, go into that all-star break, which is not too far away, on a hot streak. And it's important to win these games, especially when these games are against teams that are under 500, right? And if you're able to do that, then, you know, go ahead and do it. Because the next series is going to be a... Uh, a makeup game against the Phillies on Monday. And then the, I believe it goes back to the, no, they get the, the dads again. Then they have the Padres home. Right. Which I love that the nickname is the dad. I mean, it's true, right? Padres in Spanish is dads. Yep. So, uh, I'm not sure it's spelled the same way, but. <laughs> right. But it's, yeah, I don't think, you were probably the first one who, uh, who Introdu introduced introduce you to, to dads. Yeah. Because yeah. I, and what's the logo for San Diego anyway? Isn't it some Just guy? Just the SD. Well, yeah, but... Oh, I, the I, mascot, you mean? Yeah, the ah. mascot's some guy swinging a bat, is it not? I don't know off the top of my head, to be honest with you. Baseball mascots are a little different. Like, they don't necessarily look like the uh, 
the logo. Because obviously San Diego's logo is just the, the SD. Right. Which I like San Diego's logo, personally. Is any mascot similar to what the logo is? Uh, the Orioles, their last guy looks like an Oriole bird, but you got the, the, the Philly <laughs> fanatic, that's a little out there. Right. I mean, the Mets. Mr. Met. Right. The Mets and the Reds. See, here's where I fault the Mets. I like Mr. Met, don't get me wrong, but the Cincinnati Reds have the same exact guy, and he's just wearing a mustache. The Mets just took the mustache off of the, the Reds mascot and called him Mr. Met. I mean, that's that's a ripoff a little bit there. And I'll tell you, I'm a Met fan, but I, the Reds have the baseball guy. Literally, I mean, it's a guy with a baseball head. He's the baseball guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. So uh, I can't take total credit for the dad's uh, nickname. Uh, my brother lived down in San Diego for a few years, and I feel like, well, we went to a Padres game once. But anyway, I feel like anytime he brought him up, he called him the dads. It's kind of, kind of stuck. Right. Now I tell our body, and they act shocked. They're like, "Oh, that's smart." It's like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't act shocked. I mean, I've heard it. I've heard you say it before, but it's 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 uh, creative. I'll say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see how creative the Reds are going to be tonight. As again, the Reds take on the Braves. Seven ten start. We'll throw it to another quick break. Wrap up the program coming up next, and send you into the weekend. Hopefully, with the Cincinnati Reds win. We'll be right back. It's the Sports Fan presented by JK Contracting, a nine seventy and ninety seven point one FM WATH. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now, so let us tell you something you do want to hear. No one is funnier than you. People laugh just thinking about the things you've said. I'm laughing at one of them right now. Coworkers repeat your jokes at the office, but they're never as good as when you tell them and shame on them for trying. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better knowing you could save when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Although I'm sure you'd have a funnier way to say that. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Ask Sherwin-Williams and get your color your way. We've made it easier than ever to try and buy color. Preview paint colors in your home with our Color Snap app. Then visit SWSamples.com to have color chips delivered to your door for free. Or order some peel and stick samples to try on your wall. When you're ready to paint, shop online or stop by your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store and get everything you need. The thought of my sons growing up without me inspired me to quit smoking. I talked to my doctors, and then I threw away all my cigarettes, ashtrays, and lighters. I started exercising instead of smoking. Staying away from alcohol when I was first quitting was key. I kept on trying. Learned something each time. Do whatever it takes. No matter how many times it takes. We did it. So can you. For free help, call 1-800-QUIT-NOW. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and CDC. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. This is the Sports Fan on 970 WATH. Sports Fan 970, 97.1 FM, WATH. Hey, a couple things that are going on coming up next week. G&J Pepsi giveaway. 
Uh, thanks to Captain Shane and G&J Pepsi. That's going to be given away Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. If you head on over to our website, wxtq.com slash contests, you can learn more about that contest and about how to win. And, uh, again, that's wxtq.com slash contests, or just go to wxtq.com and click the contest tab to enter into the online drawing. But there's going to be five giveaways, one to be given away exclusively online, and then four to be given away over air next week, starting on Tuesday. And Captain Shane Shift over on Power 105, the midday madness, from 10 o'clock in the morning until 3 p.m. in the afternoon. And then DJ Bartikus takes you the rest of the way on Power 105 right here. Of course, we follow Classic Caravan with Sky Hope. And then we go all the way up until the Cincinnati Reds today. And we're uh, back to music after on a typical day. But it's, uh, again... Good to be uh, an affiliate of the Reds, and it's good that they're uh, winning a couple baseball games here down the stretch until, uh, again, the All-Star break. Coming up quick. All-Stars for the Reds, Is in Colorado now? Uh, yes. It's either Colorado or Minnesota. I think, nah, no, it's, it's, it's Colorado. Colorado. It's, it's Colorado. <laughs> and did you see the, uh, the All-Star? That's a ballpark. There's going to be a lot of home runs in the home run derby. Well, so far we got two confirmed guys in the all, in the uh, home run derby. Shogo Akiyama, uh, not Shogo Akiyama. The same. Sh- sh- uh, Otani. What's what's Otani's first name? Shohei, I think. Shohei Shohei Otani. Otani's in the All Star game. Shogo Akiyama. Well, Akiyama is the. Uh, that would have been breaking rest. news. That would have been, but it is not. <laughs> uh, Otani is the uh, the player I meant to say, and Otani is in the home run derby with Pete Alonso trying to defend his 2019 title. Um, but either way, Cincinnati Reds coming up next. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. For Joe Medora, this is Connor Mills signing off. We'll talk to you on Monday. Reds coming up next. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-M.